Yeah. <laughs> Good morning. No, it's not even morning. Look, we're getting off to a great start. Oh, Good evening you. and welcome to Success in the City. My name is Helen Webster and I'm with the lovely... Sandra Scott and our amazing guest today. And you've shortened your name, haven't you, for us? Uh, Vince, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for joining us, Vince. Thank you so much for giving your yeah, time thank you. tonight. Thanks for having me. I'm going to apologise straight away. Okay, so I've been in Wackerball Club, got had a little chat, looked at me watch and thought, oh my days, legged it home as fast as I could, whizzed up, sent the link out at like four minutes to, which normally it's about quarter to, so apologies to Vince. And Vince is very chilled, looks like he's done it all his life. He's just sitting there going, yeah, that's cool. So thank you so much. (laughs) So um, we do have a shout out to the kids, okay? So our very first thing is we do is we shout out to any little people who've done amazing things this week. So San, have you got any little people you'd like to shout out to? You've got me on the spot. Normally I'm there with this one, aren't I? I'm going to let you go first whilst I have a quick thing. Okay. I'm going to give a shout out to George. So George has been coming to Wackerball for three weeks now. And um, he keeps on saying he's not very good. And he said, I'm not very good. I'm not very good. And today he got 32 rallies, like little balls, one after the other. But halfway through, switches hands. So he plays with his left hand. And then when his left hand gets a bit tired, he switches to his right hand. And then he just switches out. And I was like, pretty impressive. So a shout out to George for me. Ambidextrous. He is ambidextrous, but he's like super cool with both hands, but doesn't think he's very good, but he's amazing. So, yeah. Well, I have um, got a shout out now. I've thought about it, and this is dead bad, really. Um, this young lady who I taught before at half form, bear in mind, they have an online lesson after school. You know, the kids are shattered. Um, mm. And she was amazing, and she did so well. Anyway, I messaged her mum to tell her what had happened in the lesson and how well she did. And she said, after her lesson, she ran to the toilet and vomited. She didn't want to tell you she was sick. And I thought, oh, my God. Oh, poor little sausage. Get healthy. And um, her mum's a nurse who now probably thinks I'm a complete idiot. But um, <laughs> the kids, she's a vegetarian and she'd had chicken or something today and it made her feel sick, she said. So that oh. was So I didn't know. And I know when she did brilliantly, so well done to Olivia. And we're all well done, Olivia. Vince, have you got any little people that you want to shout out to? Uh, yeah, yeah. I, uh, my two granddaughters. Holly and Amber. Doesn't look old enough. (laughs) (laughs) And Amber is doing amazingly well in school, and Holly's doing well in nursery. So, which school does Amber go? You know what? I keep on forgetting the name. They're going to kill me. (laughs) It's always there. And then right now, I'm like, oh. Yeah, and you'll remember it when we finish, and that's cool. I I go into the school and do readings of the books. (laughs) Oh, you probably go to a lot of schools, but we'll talk about that in a bit. Um, Yeah. And if anybody wants to ask Vince any questions, you can fire them over in the commenty thing and then we'll um, we'll ask it as we go along. Okay. so success this week. What amazing thing has happened to you this week? Um, San, what's happened to you this week? Well, this may seem very trivial to some people, but for me, it's a major success. So I've been a little bit chilly in the house for the last few days. I still haven't got any pictures and any curtains up or anything. I've just got so it's still a bit echoey and a bit cool. However, it started to get chilly, and I thought I'm not putting my heating on till October the first. I refuse. Anyway, I caved in. So the past few days I've been cold of an evening, and then this morning I thought I've got to put the heating on. 
So I found out how to put it on. Well, I haven't found out how to put it on in the house. That's not true. But sorry, I, should, I moved in a month ago, Vince. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he hasn't lived there for like 20 odd years. <laughs> yeah, it's so, um, so I found out in the, and I moved the thing. I completely will have done it wrong, all the rest of it, but I don't care. I'm warm at the minute. So I need to get my head. There must be a switch somewhere in the house, but at least the heating's on now. So that's a good thing. And Perfect. it's like warm. So there we are. Excellent. You've probably yeah. got something dramatic and I was invited for an MBE or something. <laughs> <laughs> What's your success? Uh, mine? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it's linked to the books again. It sounds like that's all I do. Well, it is linked to the books again. Just the publisher took on a book of mine, which I thought was never going to be published. So... They they love it. I pitched it to them and they love the book. That's a uh, yeah, yeah. And you know, well, I'll tell you about the book after. Okay, I'm yeah, ready. amazing. Oh, that's so that's a lovely news. That's that's, oh, really that's, great. that's, that's much more successful than getting your heating on. Well, Ooh, done. I don't know. <laughs> what about you, Um, so my success this week was that um we were asked to um, go to the launch of the Doyle Phillips um, Foundation. So two police officers sadly lost their lives um, in service. And Joe Moody, who's um, a good friend, and she's amazing and does loads of fundraising. And the team um, had set up, and they've done a few races yeah. and things like that. Um, anyway, massive, massive success, um, and decided to turn it into a foundation. And it's named after the two officers, yeah. um, PC Doyle and PC Phillips. Um, and they're there to support the families. And what they've found is that they've done so well and they've raised so much money that they're going to be able to support any families of, you know, tragedy yeah. um, has happened during service. And on Sunday, they did um, a big fun day launch in um, Riversdale Police and, uh, Club. And the sniffer dogs, you know, they had the dogs yeah. were there, the oh. police dogs, and they did the shows. And the dogs are like amazing, aren't they? And then yeah. the mounted police came. And then, which was amazing, which I've never seen before, the helicopter came. So the police helicopter came and he landed and he did a little twirl and he waved to everybody. And and all the kids were made, I think the grown-ups were more made up than the kids. Yeah. Um, and he did this like little twirl thing where he did this like little dance in the helicopter. And then he come up backwards, put his siren on and went and shot off. And everyone was like, ah! So yeah, so big shout out to them. Um, so I think that was my success, yeah, being able and to be more. And my that day was the Chinese dragons, because I love yes. them. I yeah, the Chinese dragons there didn't they dancing and stuff. They did an amazing job. They did uh, wow. really, really well. Yeah, yeah. So big, yeah. Uh, big shout out to them. The imagination so, games went down a treat with all the little kids that were, you were doing the whackable, but that, um, the imagination games was brilliant with the little yeah. ones. I loved that. So we had a great time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So we had a lovely time on Sunday. So that was lovely. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so Vince is with us tonight. Um, and we don't know a lot about him, but we're going to find out a little bit more about you, Vince. And we're oh. going to ask you this or that, okay? So yeah. Sandra's going to ask me and you, and I'm going to ask you and Sandra like this or that. What would you prefer, this or this? Okay. okay. Um, so, um, San, you go first. Yeah, okay then. So, writing a book or reading a book? For me, uh, yeah. writing mm. a book. <laughs> Even though I insist everyone reads the books. Yes. 
and I'll, I and I'll I'll insist on reading that book. Um, so I'm going to go reading a book. I'd love to write a book, yeah, because um, I think it'd be quite a cool thing to do. Um, but I think skills wise, probably just reading books for me. Um, yeah. I think you've got to have a lot of patience to write a book. Okay. Yeah, so I'm in the I've like I've always wanted to write a book. Probably like most people say, I want to write a book. I'd like to write a book and do it. It's getting down to it. And I have a draft of a book, but it's not a nice inch. It's not the type of thing you do. It's oh, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, I I drafted that a long time ago. Actually, it's all about how to learn a language, techniques to learn a language. And I was. Oh, I thought that was just an idea that you'd had to write a book. I didn't know you'd started it. Well, I've I've laid it out. I've planned the chapters and the, the headings and everything. I've I've done a draft of the first bit. Yeah. So because it's something everyone asks me all the time, how do you learn, you know, is there an easy way? And it's it's trying to make it accessible to everyone so there's all different ways. So I need to get that done. But as you realise, I'm chocker at the moment. But it, it's it's something that I think um, it's just some knowledge to share with people that they yeah. might, you know, even as an e-book dead sheep or something. So it's, you know, but um, I, I really want to get that done now. And it was on my goal to get it done this year. And um, time's running out, so uh, it might have to be next. Got a couple year. of months yet. We've got yeah. a couple of months yet. <laughs> a lot on there, but um, mm -hmm. yeah. However, reading a book is an absolute joy, isn't it? And um, and I love reading, so it's reading a book for me definitely. Because writing a book is arduous, hard work. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, oh God. Well, so so we're learning like loads. Um, okay. Yeah. So this or that for me. Okay. Playing sport or watching sport, Vince? Ooh. <laughs> now, sport does Olympics, uh, Olympics included. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because I watch large events, more like the yeah. Olympics or the World Cup. Uh, yeah. Whereas I don't really follow the football, but I watch the World Cup. Uh, yeah. I don't follow sport, but I watch the Olympics. So Amazing. it's, it's like getting us that big events, you know, world yeah. events. Um, yeah, amazing. Good. Yeah. I was never good. What about you, son? Oh, yeah. that's why you write books. <laughs> well, I like that as well. You know, what um, Vince has just said, and we've discussed this before about football, and I've said I love the European Cups and the World Cup and things like that um, in Europe because... I think it's if you if you like the world, if you feel part of a global community, you're interested in countries and places abroad, yeah. aren't you? And and I think that's what it is. When people are into the global events, like the Eurovision Song Contest, it's not for the music, it's that the people being there from all over it's the world. It's just a nice yeah, yeah, exactly. I totally get that. Yeah, hundred percent. Um so watching it definitely because I've never played a football match in my life. Yeah. <laughs> we'll change that. We'll change that. I went um, to and girls weren't allowed to play football then. Oh, so, okay. so oh. <laughs> I'm, I'm not bitter about it. Then. Yeah. <laughs> I've no coordination anyway, which Ellen will vouch for. So there we go. <laughs> um, so yeah, so I love all the big sporting events. I love all the world things. I love all of the big, massive competitions in every sport. But playing a hundred percent for me. Um, so yeah. I'll play any single sport. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anything I'd, I'd, I'd play. Yeah. Um, and and I've played lots of. I think I've played every sport. The only, yeah. you know, what, the only thing I haven't played is squash. I've never is had a game it? of squash. I've never squash. had a game of squash. Yeah, yeah, never had a game of squash, which is just random because I played tennis and badminton at quite a high level. 
Um, and we've just introduced whack ball into the country, but I've never played squash. No, so there you go. One, of few, um, one of the few sports I've done is squash. There you go. Look at the old uh, Toxter uh, Centre. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Years ago. It used to be great. Uh, yeah. uh, give each other okay. Viking names. We used to give each other Viking names. Like I know blood fist and <laughs> amazing. I love <laughs> that. Go for, then go for it. And then go for it. Whack, whack the <laughs> yeah, ball around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's squash club. Okay. Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, is it you or me? Me. Cable car or tram, Vince? Ooh. Oh, cable cars in upper mountain. Mm-hmm. Uh, depends on what's on the mountain. <laughs> But uh, I do like a tram. I wish that we still had the trams here in Liverpool. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, if they bought them back, that'd be great. I love the European countries, which have still got them. Yeah, the um, old, the quite nice, the old-fashioned ones as well. Yeah, aren't they? the original ones. Yeah, where they've looked after them. Yeah. Um, yeah. um I'd go cable car. Because I think cable car, you're going up on an adventure, aren't you? You're going on a mountain yeah. or something. That's like cool, isn't it? Or you're going skiing or something like that. So I, I would say, yeah, I'd say cable car for me. What about you, Sam? I'd say cable car. Um, yeah. Definitely. I went on a cable car up the Mont Blanc um, when I was an au pair in France when I was 16. And it was just one of the most amazing. Th- At that time, I was just like, oh, it was such a cool thing to do. So um, yeah. I, I like cable cars. So there we yeah. go. Vancouver and that. Right. Okay. Okay. On your toast, jam or marmalade, Vince? Jam, easily. <laughs> what about it's you, Sam? I can't stand the, the rind of marmalade. Oh. Exactly. Oh, I can't. Oh, 100%. Jam, marmalade's yeah. dreadful. Yeah. You can buy shredless now. You can buy shredless. Yeah. So you just get like the marmalade taste without the, the rind. And the yeah. fine cut's quite nice. It's got orange on your toast. No. Marmalade <laughs> comes from the malade, which is seasickness, is because they used to give it to the uh, it? French Navy to stop them being sick. Yeah, that's what because um um marmalade, it's um that's what it comes from, Mel Malade, which is seasick. Yeah. And um, and that's what they used to give to stop the sailors being seasick is to give them the orange and that and that's where it comes from. Oh. And um, but in Spanish they say "melada" and it means jam. Yeah. And yeah. Melada, Italian, and it means jam. It doesn't mean marmalade. So there you go. Mm. Fountain so, of knowledge. I bet you're glad you know me. My God. Like. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be quoting it. <laughs> yeah. I'm 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 a bit of a jam. I, I I do love jam, but I do love marmalade. You know, yeah, yeah, I do love a nice marmalade. Yeah, so I think I'd go marmalade on that on, on my toast. Yeah, I suppose I might like it now. It's been so many years. Yeah, it's so like a little treat, a bit of a marmalade. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Go on, son. Lemon curds, the best. Oh, thing I love ever. lemon curds. Oh. Not on toast. Yeah. Not on toast. Go on, no. Okay. Well, there was no need for that. That was terrible. <laughs> I ate baked beans. I, I knocked me the thought of them knocked me sick. Ooh, beans are so great. Beans a poster of the baked beans. What? What was it? He had them on his eyebrows. It was disgusting. So it was a piece of toast. 
there was a poster and it was a piece of toast and then yeah. had beans for hair beans for eyebrows and a beans for a beard and then they'd made yeah. like and it was a poster you know up on on the yeah. wall like that and we oh. were sat in chapter of us with me dad's weren't we and sandra was just like facing the poster going oh my god oh my god i like rubbing her eyebrows and i was like what are you doing and she's like he's got beans for his eyebrows i was like it's a piece of toast wasn't even a real piece. that was disgusting i used to can visualize it completely our beans are wonderful yeah yeah go on son last one okay um is it the last one is it um, you or is it me i can't remember it's it's me no, you. um okay america or southeast asia for oh. hot to travel to oh um the, the US. southeast asia like thailand and places like that yeah uh, Nowadays, not so much America, but it used to be. I used to go to America all the time on my own and go to different cities. And, um, and also, that's where my things are done, if you like. Uh, the companies that are interested in me are in America. So, yeah. And if I was going to go to to like Thailand and places like that, I'd probably go to the Caribbean instead. Mm. And always going to beaches and yeah, yeah, places. so yeah, America. Okay, um, yeah. so I've not been to either, but I would say South um, Asia 100%. Yeah. yeah, I don't fancy America, you know, never been to America, and I just don't uh, fancy America. I don't know what, yeah. and then but then sometimes I see it on the telly and I think, oh, those places look dead cool and stuff like that. But yeah, I think there's lots of other places in the world I'd rather go to, except for New York. <laughs> but I can only go to New York when I buy me Louboutins, so yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. What about you, Sam? Well, the US, whilst we regard it as a country, because when I say America, I've been naughty there. I'm in the US, like, it's it's so diverse as a country. It's like different countries when you go. Yeah. And like, for example, if you go to the north, like in Maine, the most northerly states on the East Coast, is so different from, say, going to the southern states on that same coast they're just it's like a different world the ethos yeah. how they yeah. think they're just it's incredible and then mm -hmm. of course you go in you know you go to louisiana which is and next to texas and that's like a different world yeah. they're just so different and then say seattle again you know and and they're just so varied um so there's parts of the states i absolutely adore and parts of states i won't set foot in yeah um, yeah so Vince, I was in Hurricane Katrina and yeah. um, I had quite an eye-opening experience then um, in Louisiana, etc. That I had I'd been to the States a thousand times through my previous job and um, I, I had quite an eye-opening. I was a bit freaked out to say the least and um, yeah. put me right off. But likewise, I was treated with such kindness by some people from Texas. That was just incredible. So, you, you know, it, it's it's such a diverse country. Um, if I had to pick and choose Southeast Asia, because I've still got it, I have been there, but there's countries I'd like to explore there, and I'd like to go to Indonesia and um, Malaysia, which I haven't been yeah. to. So, uh, so that for me, really, Southeast Asia. Yeah. Okay, okay. One Last one for me. Yeah. Okay. Fountain pen or biro? Oh yes, Vince. for a writer, that's a good one, Hal. Um, you know what? I used to love fountain pens. I used to go to a school called Liverpool Institute, and um, every now and again they'd give us like fountain pens to use. 
very old-fashioned school yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, I used to like them but now I wouldn't be able to use them I'd be useless I'd just make a mess so and also I don't do a case of writing anymore yeah. I haven't done for years so it's all uppercase so I suppose a barrel fits that better mm. you know what I'm absolutely inspired you've just told me that actually because <laughs> a lot of people um a lot of people have really put themselves down. They say, oh, I only write an uppercase. I don't do this. I don't do that. Yeah. You're a professional writer. Yeah. So that's actually really inspiring. It's like I, I, so I was a teacher and I took English as one of my subjects. And I always say to people, you know, Roald Dahl was severely dyslexic. And he wrote Yeah, yeah, he was. Yeah. And, and the people, and he's like a prolific writer. So I think it's really inspirational that you say that, that you, you don't yeah. even write some kit, you just do capitals and all the rest of it. So so it just shows you, doesn't it? It it, it doesn't hold you back. And no. a lot of people get, get very hung up on their kids' handwriting. And yeah. it's not important. It's just so not important nowadays because they can I'm sorry if there's any teachers having a hissy fit right now, but <laughs> true. It's absolutely yeah, it is. Yeah. It is. It's a, you know what it is? It's um it's artistic. If you can do beautiful cases of writing, that shows that you've got that kind of artistic side. So yeah. lots of kids haven't. So when their writing doesn't match what they, you know, the other kids in the class who are more creative, yeah. well, they shouldn't be judged on it. Like you wouldn't judge someone's artwork in their class just because someone's creative and someone isn't. You know, yeah, you wouldn't yeah. actually yeah. start getting on the case about it and like insisting yeah. that they got better at art. Yeah. You know, it's, yeah. um, and that's a case of writing. It does depend on that. It does depend on creativity. I'm creative, but I'm like that. Mm. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Give me a pyro up and Your handwriting's lovely. Mine's dreadful. <laughs> so when I was younger, I you know we 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 wrote in fountain pen and we you know and uh, I loved writing in fountain pen and I had the most beautiful handwriting in you know fountain pen and I'm left-handed as well, so it's quite tricky as a left-handed to write in fountain pen because you because you smudge. But yeah. I write upside down, so I write like upside down and back to front so that me words come and um, and anybody who looks at me right goes oh, my, how on earth can you write because I write sort of upside down. Um, but I absolutely loved it. And then, of course, you stop using it and, you know, your handwriting sort of... And now, you know, I, I don't write... Um, I just sort of, like, write now, you know what I mean? And you just yeah. tend to not do it. And, it, and I, I, but, I, but I do love beautiful handwriting. You know, when you see people who've got handwriting, and I understand, you know, I think if it's words on a page, get them on the page no matter how. Just get them yeah. on the page. But when you see beautiful handwriting uh, and you see like old letters from, you know, like when people used to write letters yeah. to each other oh, in the yeah. war and things, they yeah. this beautiful, yeah, it's just, it is, and, and it is a bit of art, isn't it? But yeah, it's, it's, it's the actual content and the words on the page that matter, isn't it? Yeah. So amazing. We've done all this or that. Sandra, you want to introduce Vince? Uh, yeah. So we've got our fabulous guest today, Vince Cleghorn, who was recommended by our. A good friend Musa, who said you need to get him on the show. <laughs> I was really taken aback because um, would you like to share how many rejections you had? Yeah, it was 2,672. It was that, uh, but in the last few days, two rejections came in from nearly two years ago. So it's 2006. We just got back. Wow. So 
you're a published, an acclaimed published children's author, aren't you? Yeah, and you yeah. come from Liverpool 8, is that right? Yeah. Where our mate comes from, great. <laughs> and um, so tell us about what you have had published, how you became an author, why you became an author, and how long ago did you start that as your career? Um, well, basically, I, I've always drawn pictures, cartoons, always created characters. Uh, and then I started writing screenplays um, because I wrote a 10-minute screenplay at, for a competition that was on the, the next day, and it won. And then the prize was that it got made by Mersey Television. This and then it went on to win awards in different countries and stuff like that. So that kind of hits me. And I'd always done cartoon stuff anyway. So I started making cartoon screenplays. And that's what took me to America, trying to push the cartoon screenplays with all the big companies, Dreamworks, mm -hmm. and, uh, Fox and different ones. Um, but every single one of them said, including I got a top agent over there called Shapiro Lippmann Stang. Oh, and, what a name. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I know. And um, every single uh, company, including the agency, said that we love your stuff and we're going to keep it on file, but you need to make a name for yourself. If someone's going to make a £300 million um, cartoon feature, People have to know that you've got books or something, mm -hmm. don't they? They've got okay. to know your name because oh, you follow yeah. you, you follow your story. Um, mm -hmm. So basically, I mean, I left it for a few years and just got into screenwriting films, you know, live action mm -hmm. and stuff like that. And then I just turned back to it. I turned back to doing. Um, I went to the Cannes Film Festival, mm -hmm. and when I came back, I went there with a the film. And when I came back, um, it was just that idea of, you know, kids, books, and uh, everything I've ever done kind of accumulated to doing kids' books. Uh, and I just, I was sitting in the back of a works van, a minibus, and the two guys in front, uh, the two guys who were one driver and the co-driver, they were talking about football, the 94's football game. So I drifted off and started writing, on my phone, uh, I started writing a kids' book. And then I put in lots of time doing the images and everything, illustrations and stuff like that, and just started pushing it. And I was convinced that everyone would want it. Ah, oh, and what was it yeah. called? What was the it? It was called a crack in the in the moon. A crack in the moon. It's oh, uh, a lovely story. And you know what? I still haven't actually fully completed it really even though i sent it off it wasn't to the standard i wanted mm -hmm. um but then other books popped, popped into my head and i started doing other books and, uh, and do you have a theme to your books is there a character who runs through them or or are they all individual separate stories does it just depend what pops into your head? head yeah whatever pops into my head sometimes i've actually had dreams where i'm waking up and i hear a voice saying the title of the book and I've already dreamt the whole book. So it's my own voice, it's not like hearing voices. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the psychic. <laughs> Use a frog in wheels. Uh, do this book. Famous. <laughs> That's so cool. So how many books have you written now? Oh I mean, how many have I published or written? Written. Uh, written, I've got 
about 40 42, 43. And it's quite a rare talent to be able to illustrate your own books. Yeah, well, you know what? I, I was always able to illustrate and I'm good at characters. I'm not as, as good as lots and lots of illustrators out there, but my characters are great characters, you see. They, the other illustrators may be great at illustration, but making up characters and designing the characters, that's a different thing. If you went to Disney, Disney have like thousands of people drawn the characters, but they only have a handful of people who make them up. Mm -hmm. You know, because that's hard. You're coming up with something there. Trillions and trillions and trillions of people who have all passed have never come up with. Yeah, I suppose that's a thing, isn't it? You know, you've got to come up with new and fresh idea and then you create something and they go, oh, that's like something that's already been, isn't it? Yeah. So where does the inspiration for the characters come from? You know, all different things. I was, uh, I've got a character called Frankenstein, as in not Frankenstein, but style. And it's a man-made monster who just wants to make clothes, <laughs> designs clothes. It's a beautiful story and it's, it's yeah. eight pages long and it's perfect, right? And um, I was sitting in a youth club uh, working with the little toddlers and I was saying about Frankenstein, Frankenstein, uh, telling the kids, you know, about Frankenstein, the story. And then one of them went, Frankenstein. And I went, no, Frankenstein. If it was Frankenstein, then he would be someone who's either making clothes and looking designer. And yeah. I started thinking, hmm, went home. And then started writing it. So it was because of a mistake, someone mispronouncing the name. Something that inspires. That's the way it works. That's the way it works. Um, usually, I don't know where the inspiration comes from at all. Vince, which was your first book that you got published? Yeah, the first one I got published was, I think it was Book Soup. Yeah, Book Soup. It was called. It's called. And you know what? It's it's done amazingly well. Yeah. Because when I wrote it, I didn't write it as an educational thing, but for some reason, <laughs> schools all over the world love it yeah. because yeah. it drags the kid in to the book, but teaches them a lot at the same time. Uh, who knew? <laughs> and Maybe. so do you have, um, when, when you're writing them, do you think to yourself, look, we're, we're like this, son, aren't we? <laughs> okay. When you're writing them, do you think, right, okay, I'm going to sit down, I'm going to write a book that... Um, you know, helps with this or helps with that? Or or do you just go like, well, you know, like Frankenstein is this guy who, who creates clothes. And so do you take them where they, they go or do you have a plan for them? You know what? I, when I was writing screenplays, every now and again, I would put the, you know, the yellow note paper with all the scenes and everything like that. With the kids' books, I don't. Yeah. Uh, it's weird. It's I follow it. So while I'm writing it, I don't know what's happening. And then I get to the end and then you might be in tears because you didn't know what was coming up. Oh, so you're tears. surprised with the end as oh. someone picking your book up. Wow. So I never know the end. I never know it. I'm, I'm usually writing it and I'm thinking, oh, God, what's okay? Is there going to be an end? And there always is. It just it just comes out. You think. Do you write it or do you type it or do you? Usually, I write it. I write it on my phone. Usually, I'm somewhere else. You see, uh, and that's a bit cool, isn't it? I just sit down with my phone and I write a book, which gets published. Well, not the phone. Just like I've, got got like, I've got each time I get a new phone. Well, obviously, I get everything transferred, so the notes. 
So I've got like how I laid out book super first, and you know, really oh. years and years and years ago, yeah, all of the first part of Frankenstein and everything. Yeah, you start laughing at some of them, you think, oh god, thank god I went back and changed it. <laughs> and then, so which, how did you approach? Um, did you which did you just like go to big publishers or did you what, what did you do? Just go to yeah. a list? Because you said it's more in the States. Yeah, I, I, set, I sent it to... Um, the first thing you have to learn is uh, how to write your query letter. Because right. children's publishers are the worst in the world when it comes to reading your, uh, your letter because they actually won't touch your manuscript unless they like what's in your letter. Oh. And one tiny thing, if you put something where they said in the subject box, you've got to put their name in uppercase and then your name in lowercase and then the first word out of your book. If you get any of that wrong, the tiniest thing, they won't read the letter. And then they won't read the book. So I started finding the best people around the world to edit the letters. To get oh, wow. the letters before the book at all, before they look at the book or anyone looks at it. That's a job. Um, so everything was perfect when it was sent and just, no, 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 no. Uh, one of them was like, yeah, don't send us anything else. <laughs> oh, my days. And that was about the book, which is Downer's second best picture book in America. Solemn picture oh, book. get so, it. That's like when the people go on the dragon's den and then they go, in your face, dragon. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what the worst thing about it was? This company, it was their job to actually look at new books. So, Vince, wow. who, who publishes your books in the States then? Who's uh, your, the same publisher? It's the same publisher. It's actually called PDIC, which is Puppy Dogs and Ice Cream. Oh, wow. Okay. And when, when they first took me on, they were only a small company. But uh, when I went to Cannes in 2012, when I was there, when I was there, next door on the next tent, I was listening to John Borman, the filmmaker, talk yeah. about his films. Next door, they had a little company called Netflix. Yeah. And they were promoting themselves. All these young people promote. And I was thinking, why aren't they coming in to see John Bowman? Are they idiots? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Idiot number one. <laughs> I should have been in that tent going, hello. <laughs> but that's what this company was like. They found a new approach to publishing. Usually it takes three to five years if someone takes your book. Okay. Three to five years to publish your book, even though they're promoting it and everything. With these, they could have it out the next month. So you start making money straight away. And they'll put their, their whole marketing thing behind it. And, you know, they've got some like a million people that they market it to. Oh, wow. So I think they were a big marketing company before they decided to do kids' books. They started all over again, but they use all their contacts and everything. And they're getting bigger and bigger. I mean, they doubled, tripled in no time, while as all the other publishers are still there. Like, yeah, they're like, it's like amazing. The, it's like the last bastion, isn't it? The whole publishing houses that you know it, it was very much done a certain way, etc. And they've very old fashioned, yeah, yeah, because people yeah. are self publishing left, right, and center. We've had a lot of people on here who've written a book or two books that type yeah. of thing. Um, we had Dave Fannin on a few weeks ago, who was a fireman actually based in um. 
in Toxteth, um, yeah. but has, has been retired some years yeah. now and went into health and safety. And he wrote books for children about, but he did them like for free, you know, just as um, an educational thing. And yeah. he sell, and then he had to sell them because he self-published them in the end. Yeah. He wanted children to find out about fire and you know, and etc. And um, we've had a few, but we've not had anyone before who's like who's not only published so much, but has had two thousand six hundred and seventy-four knockbacks. Which is something else. Oh, no, because J.K. Rowling at 13, I think it was, wow. and she was going to give she? up. <laughs> wow. So, Power and of resilience. Guy who'd had like 300, and he said that he was a record holder or something that was on some program, I was thinking. Oh, uh, yeah. You haven't met me, mate. <laughs> so, what kept you going? What kept you going? Yeah. Well, Everyone always says to me, you, you must have a lot of faith in this or faith in your books and stuff. I'm stubborn. <laughs> I'm like, I'll teach some. <laughs> yes. Turn me down, would you? <laughs> you know, so I'm stubborn. And also, you know what? If you get the Beatles and you look at John and Paul, mm -hmm. even if they never had dreams of grandeur at the time, they knew that what they had was good. No matter how many people might come along and go, well, it's not that good. They knew it was. Yeah. And that's what counts. You've got to, it's when you first do your book and you know it's a million percent is a great book, why mm. would you think it's not six months later or a year later just yeah. because other yeah. people are saying it's not? If they had the vision for it anyway, wouldn't they have written it themselves and come up with it themselves? You know? And that's it. Yeah. People never recognise it. And I mean, the people who turned Harry Potter down in the states—they got fired. Clearly, yeah, because a yeah. massive publishing company—if you can't recognise that talent—and yeah. it landed on your desk, and you sent back to it and said no, no, it's because yeah. what they did was they checked all the computers, they checked all the stuff that had been bought in, mm, yeah. and when they checked and saw the J.K. Rowling. You know, wow. It's like, yeah, you don't work here anymore. Your name is Mud. Yeah, yeah. I think sometimes I said, as well, it's not the right time, is it? It's Sorry, not you the know, right time. That's you know, it. and and by submitting things time. again, isn't it? You know, it's sometimes you, you know, sometimes you'll watch something on the telly, and and you know, you might be watching like a the Netflix series, and you watch an episode, and you turn it off, and you think, oh, you know. And then, you, you know, somebody goes, oh, have you seen this? And you go, oh, I tried that. And they go, oh, you know. And then all of a sudden it's got like seven seasons and you think, oh, well, I'll give it another go. You and then you watch it the next time and you're in a different yeah. frame of mind and you think, this is amazing. Definitely. I've done that myself a few times. I mean, you know, it's like maybe there's things you've got to, I mean, I've, I learned in those like nine, nearly ten years, I learned everything. I mean, the wealth of knowledge I've got to do with uh, picture book companies, publishers, agents, this, yeah. and that, all the things, why's, what's, don'ts, do's. Mm. Um, it's a wealth of knowledge, and you know, you're armoured with that for the future. And also, yeah, you know, I've gotten, I've got nothing against those companies. If one of those publishers turned around and said, "Oh, we'd like to publish your other books," yes, um, that's. Me. I'd never mention it. I would never be going. Ah, ha, ha. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I told you that. I was boss. He say that he said, "Keep going on," and then all your critics will be knocking on the door in the end. That's what they always say. I'd love that. I'd love them to turn up yeah. and say, and I'd consider them like it was the first time round. 
Yeah. yeah. And Vince, how long ago did you approach them with your first book? When did you how long ago? The first one, it's, it is like 10 years, nearly 10 years ago, the first book. Um, okay. But the first book I had published was actually a ghostwriting book, a novel. Okay. Um, but that was years and years later. So I was doing stuff. We had films, screenplays, we had films, we got funded for movies and all kinds of stuff in between. So yeah. I was actually still doing the creative stuff. It's just a... Uh, kids books anything like that the stuff that mattered um wasn't getting anywhere but the first one was about nine and a half years ago ten years ago well it was right. just actually nine and a half years ago it was just after the Cannes film festival in 2012. Wow. So when you first approached with your first book to when you got the first book published what was the time frame in that and you got the acceptance and you were like oh my god finally uh, 2020 was when the first one got published, the first kids' book. I so, yeah, just all those years. Ugh. You've done a few quite quickly then, haven't you? What's then that? You, so you've moved quite quickly then in, in, in oh, recent wow. times. Yeah. 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 I mean, they've, been, they've just taken on, they've taken on five more books, so that'll be 10 by Christmas. Wow, get in. You know, and I've got like, I've just, Got two more finished, and there's about four more which are just working on the artwork and book That's covers. fantastic. So Isn't that there we presented them. But they do turn them down as well. I've got yeah. like three or four of them which they've turned down, which are beautiful books, but they're similar to stories that we have. Oh, they've right. got that have just come in, basically. So they were there first. Fair enough. How long does it take to roughly, how, how long do you roughly take to write a book or does it depend on? Uh, well, there's a book out there called Smiles and it's a lovely book. It's just for, it's just about every kind of smile that is. Uh, and it's just very simple. It rhymes and that beautiful kind of coloured pictures. But that took me the whole, it took me a day to write it and do the illustrations. Well, as other ones of David Frankenstein took six months. Yeah, yeah. You know, so, but the that one took one day. So I always think, ooh, royalties. <laughs> <obviously, laughs> There's something <laughs> in that, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. that was great. It was like, Oh, yeah. I remember once a uh, little sidetrack. I was doing the lamb bananas. Remember lamb bananas? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I, did, I did eight of them. And uh, I remember we, we were in a warehouse doing them. Hang on a minute. All... Hang on, hang on, hang on. What, oh, do you mean, what do you mean you did eight of them? Well, I did eight. I did the police one. I did the yes. John Lennon in the cream hey. suit with the pink glasses. What ended up at Ronald McDonald House. I did loads of high-profile ones. Um, you did that? I was doing the John Lennon one. It was taking ages. And uh, we all kind of got the same money, which was really good money. But the guy next to me, he just painted this in black chalk paint, you know, chalkboard, <laughs> and then hung some chalks off it. And mine was taking like days and days and days. And he, he came in and he did his what, 20 minutes and got the I'm same sorry. paint. It was brilliant. All the kids loved it. They were drawn on it. It was oh, like a yeah, story. So, you know, and that's the way it works. Some things oh, are fast. Other things take ages. 
my son's interested in writing and that he's, and he's, he's written a few things non-published yeah. and I said to him you need to watch we've got this guy on the show tonight he's a writer and I said how many reject and he was like what he coun't believe it <laughs> he laughed his head off because when it was a capital of culture so I took my son and we saw every lamb banana while the one that got burnt in Eugene Park and yeah. we went and they just had the little feast there when we yeah. went the policeman was there and, he, and I was like that oh, we went down to London we got a taken and you I was upset we went up mole farmer we had our by the end of it he, he hates them now <laughs> everyone we did it all summer I was absolutely obsessed with the lamb bananas I just yeah. thought it was the best thing ever and um yeah so the policeman came over to me in Eugene Park and he sort of and he said our oh, Ronan says it was the way he broke it to you and he's like yeah. no love I'm so, and I was going well, is there another? And he went, no, look, that one's oh. <laughs> I've got a photo of him with every single lamb banana they did. I did a bit yeah. of oh. yeah. Well, you know what? The only one that uh, I could name where my one is, is Liverpool Music down the dock. Oh, it's nice. orange yeah. and it's got all the different faces on it. In yeah, yeah. And, uh, well, that's still there. But you know what you should do? Look underneath the lamb bananas. Because all of us got together and put different things underneath. The one which is the Abbey Road one, I think it is in the, uh, what's it called? Those outfits with the gold braid. Yeah, with the, the, the lapel things on, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Underneath it's got a porthole with the artist waving. Oh, cool. And mine mm. has got a big, long dedication to a friend of mine when she had a grandson. When a grandson came along, I put his full Isn't name, date, time of birth and everything. So every single one's got something underneath it, and people never look because no, no. it was between all the artists. Well, yeah. well that's cool, isn't it? Yeah, and no one, no one say, really knows. No one looks. The one at the top of Mulvama, which we went up in them, and I had my niece with me at the time, and they were both moaning because it was team and down. When we got to the top of Mulvama, it was shocking, and it was. Yeah. <laughs> And I was saying, and it was done by the local people in that area. And I'm sorry, but it was, it was the worst. Like, I mean, like that. It was, was it in a cage? No, it had some fringe. It was appalling. It was wasn't. It? I did go up. I did go up and see if I got on. But um, there was one in a cage somewhere. So it, it was like wasn't done by kids, was it? And you're saying it was. Fun. <laughs> yeah, she's saying that's shocking that all the kids have done it. Yeah, it was real. amazing, kids. Keep going. It was beautiful. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Des, Des Flanagan's listening in and he says, that's a great quiz question. Which, which who, Des? Who, who, who created the lamb banana on the top of all that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't I know. know. Who was he? I met loads of them, but yeah, and it was so nice working alongside them because they were every kind of artist you could think of. I mean, <laughs> <the> <laughs> artists, fine artists. It was, it was, I just think it was one of the best projects ever. It was it a was great amazing. project, wasn't it? it, was. it was. Yeah. Yeah. So going back to our going back to our books and our plays and things, what what do you prefer? Do you prefer writing the book or do you prefer the plays? And what sort of plays and screens and films and things have you had published uh, you or made? Or... So many film screenplays. Uh, I've been optioned by all the big ones from James Keach, you know, who, who produced Walk the Line. Mm. Uh, it's a Swedish top uh, 
producers and directors. The films have been options a bit, so no one made them. Gosh, um, we're convinced we're available for extra work, you know. <laughs> well, you know what? Never mind been... extras. I'm talking about like <laughs> Star, Star. stars. Stars. <laughs> with your own seat with the name on the back. <laughs> yeah, we're very good at singing as well, Vince. <laughs> oh, she's joking. <laughs> well, you know what? We're, we're making a series at the moment that me and Chrissy wrote, Chrissy Rock. Um, yeah, yeah. And uh, uh, we've got an amazing producer, uh, uh, director called uh, Peter Sincere, and uh, it's got made. He's just, he's just amazing. He's on it. And we've got loads of stars out of different, uh, I can't say where they're from, out of different soaps, well-known soaps, oh, big brilliant. stars, and other big stars. But at the moment, they don't want anyone to know because then the the soaps that they're in or something will start going, eh, what, what, what are you doing? Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, if they're playing the part, that keeps going on through the whole series. So, yeah. But it's, it's looking good. It is. It's, Brilliant. It's, it's always, I've always got me, I'm always doing lots and lots of different things. Um, yeah. But yeah. I like to occupy all my time. Yeah. 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 I, I yeah, like love <laughs> yeah. Love creating. That's it. Yeah. In, in in every way, really, don't you? Because yeah, definitely, yeah. I wrote um, I wrote a, a play for the BBC, BBC Radio Four, the afternoon play it was. Wow. Years ago, and it was about I went to work with these ladies, and it was little ladies' tea group, you know, really elderly ladies, and they were brilliant. Yeah. I went back there for a whole year voluntary, just going every week. It was I in Bootle, uh, Christchurch in Bootle, and. Um, I stopped going there because I'd go in there and like another one's passed away. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, so in the end, yeah. I couldn't take any more. It was like every now and again. They yeah. were 90 odd years of age and that, but they were amazing. They never oh, went on yeah. about the war or anything. They went on about what happened to them in the war. Yeah. Away from the war. Amazing yeah. things. Yeah. Uh, and I just got inspired and I wrote the play and Radio 4 took it on. And did the whole afternoon play of it, produced it, and um, so that was that was a big deal, you know. The afternoon play on Radio Four after the artist, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's um, a very prestigious, isn't it? Of course, it, it, it totally. Yeah. And you know, the subject matter and everything, they, they just loved it. You've made um, it, yeah. You've absolutely. So, made it. Yeah, I'll have, a, I'll have a go at anything. Uh, and do you work with any groups like writing or anything like that or you know do you go um, in into anywhere and like community centers and work with young people or or do you just write for, for you no no i do i go into the pal center uh on Mulgrave street and liverpool yeah, Lake, yeah. Uh, which is a pakistani center it used to be yeah. known as um and that was just pal and yeah. uh i go into different places yeah um and i do ones with schools in america oh. and, uh, i was teaching i was teaching at everton free school for nine and a half years well ten, ten years yeah uh, well. and only just i retired from the school it's, yep. what you call, it's not really retired yeah but, uh, i left there uh, i gave them three months notice when the books took off i'd always said to them when the books take off yeah i'll have to go um so i was there for like teaching for 10 years teaching art uh, with kids who were problem kids and stuff like that. 
Mm-hmm. And that's like super inspirational because they've all got amazing talents. And if you've got somebody like yourself who can talk about, I've had this rejection, I've had this, and I've kept going and shown resilience and, you know, and I can illustrate and I can write and I can do plays and I can do this. Um, people sort of look and think, well, oh, he's all right, Tim, if, you know, if, if he can do it then. So you become an inspiration, don't you, you know, to others? Oh, definitely. And you know what? Someone asked me if someone says, will you do a Zoom to some little school? And, I mean, there was one school and... Uh, I, I noticed them on YouTube and they were doing my book and going, eh. and uh, I looked it up the school and found out that it was a, a basically a really poor school and a place where, you know, the mines had closed and mm-hmm. um, and all these kids were like, they had nothing in the school at all. Yeah. So uh, they were all chuffed that I, I put a like on YouTube and that, but I just bought, I bought them a load of books and just sent them to them. Oh, and wow. oh, oh amazing. Yeah. Um, but there's loads like that. Uh, you know, someone wants me to Zoom, and so I've done it loads of times. I've done it with students who were like in colleges, you know, a whole classroom of students who were learning and writing and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. Um, future authors. That's so kind, Vince, because when I was teaching, I remember trying to get all, you know, if you got an author to come, you were ecstatic because the money it costs and everything, you know. Um, yeah. You know, I'll, I'm going to put a comment on this when I share it about the teachers and stuff. Yeah. So, so kind. And, um, you know, what a lovely thing to do. And it's really inspiring for a child to see and hear the person who's written the book. And, you know, because totally. I'd have loved that yeah. myself if someone did that. And, you know, what I used to, when I was doing the picture books, I'd be going everywhere for advice. No one was giving me any. So when someone writes into me now or friends me, and then yeah. suddenly I get an inbox letter saying, hey, I've done a book and I've, I'll take the time to actually bother to give them whatever knowledge they need. You know, I'll tell them Amazing. whatever they need to know. Because no one did with me. No. You know, and it's hard. That's why it take, took so many years. If someone had given me those bits of advice, you jump forward years. Yeah, absolutely. You really do. And there's yeah. a saying, isn't there, about knowledge, isn't it? Knowledge is power, but when you share it, it's... Um... Totally. The, the, this is the, there's a little saying, isn't there, where it's like, you know, you can have it yourself, but if you give it yeah. to someone else, it's yeah. worth like a million times more if you, if you share exactly. it with somebody. Yeah. 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 And I, I have to say, I didn't know there were 2,674 publishers. Or what well, is, it, well, nearly all of them were agents. Um, yeah. uh, rather than so, publishers. There was a few hmm. publishers, but most publishers won't let you get in touch until you've got an agent. So it was nearly the, the majority were agents, um, and there's lots of them. Radical, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I can imagine. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I mean, you're sending it to other countries, to agents all over the place. Yeah. Um, Which is cool, isn't it? It is amazing. It's like it's like amazing. It's like what a boss guest, isn't it? You know what I mean? We're like yeah. Lucky, aren't we? Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, yeah. you know what? So, it's, nice. it's funny when you get rejections in Italian and all different ones. <laughs> Oh, and so Sandra can translate them for you. <laughs> <laughs> I know, yeah. That, let me know if you need anything translating. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah what does that say? It says no. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So we've learned all about you. We could probably talk for hours and hours and hours because you are like super inspirational and and, yeah. and amazing, like you know, with sharing everything with us, which is which is lovely. Yeah. But we do have a little bit of a format. So we have a red face moment, okay? Something slightly embarrassing that's happened. Um 
that could possibly is that people can laugh along with not at so san have you got a red face this moment yes i have which you may not have been aware of however so i made the dinner before to have after the show um Merlin's here and i chopped chilies and twice in the show i've gone like that on my eye with <laughs> I did see you before as I thought you were dreaming of the beans on your eyebrows. I thought that's what it was. I got chilly in my eyes and I've done it twice on a like that. <laughs> I did it before on I was teaching someone before what was it doing Spanish and I got it on my eye like that. <laughs> like that to the poor kids. <laughs> um, oh. so there you go. Yeah, so I've, I've done that live. Uh, what about you, Helen? I don't know. I said to you, didn't I? I said, oh, that'll be my red face this week. And I can't remember what it was. Wow, it was you and I were walking somewhere. We went. Where did we go on Friday? We loaded up the loo. And we put, so I had a gift one in the car. Do you remember I said something and we were crying, laughing? I can't even remember what it was, but it was something so stupid. It was all oh, five I in the morning. We were, we were loading loo up into the car. Well, loo is our big in, um, interactive place. And I can't oh, even think what you said. But I was gone. We, like, we were crying. I was like, it was like <laughs> a really stupid thing to say. And I was I like, I can't think what it was. Crying, laughing. Where we? No, I'm sticking to me chilly one, fans. That's okay, me embarrassing. Have you got anything, Vince? Vince. You know what, right? <laughs> Did you see me at the very beginning of the in the interview? It was I had glasses on. Yeah. And because of the light over, because it's gone so dark in the living room, the lights over the computer. Yeah, you were like just making the lenses pure white. So I thought, <laughs> oh, I'll take them off, and I've just had a blare. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a blare I'm like that. That's wow! Yeah, that's I am going <laughs> That's why you didn't snap us up for your next. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. You'll have to go back like and that. watch it with your glasses, and then we'll get a star part, son. <laughs> So that's my embarrassing moment. So I can't. Shout out to the grown ups. Any grown ups who've done amazing things. San, have you got any grown ups? Um, and you see, you think I'd prepare this because I told Vince already about this before the show. We'll ask Vince then. Vince, have you got any grown ups who've done amazing things? Yeah, I, I grew up with a guy who's a writer as well. His name's Patrick Graham. And not too long back, he got the job on the Echo to do with liaison. The liaisoning with Liverpool late and get more oh. stories about this area and stuff like that and that's how my story came about in the echo he, oh, he he'd, he'd written children's books as well and he knew just oh. what had happened to me and stuff so he always swore if I ever get anything I'm going to write about you and he finally got there and then he got in touch so, shout out to Patrick Graham well, yeah. well I've got a few that I've shared on our page this week, Helen, on success in the city. And yeah. um, one of them is uh, Sophie Clark, who's um, one of yeah. our, our former guests. And she shared something about Hannah Keeley and herself. They submitted, this is another more creative people in our city, their original song to the International Song for Kindness competition. And there was over 1,500 entries and they're down to the last 50. Um, and they're going to play it. Um, there's a demo version of the track that was played on Liverpool Live Radio last week. And the official version will be released in early uh, 2022. With more, wow. And she's, this girl is fun. Fingers around all the sound for them. Masters. And yeah. she, she sings um, 
very classical singer. Mm. Also she's got a beautiful was, voice, hasn't she? Yeah, she's yeah. got a good singer at the Miss Lit England thing. And she was the star of the show, wasn't she? The yeah, show she was amazing, season, wasn't she? Which is quite a different thing now. It's all about talent and what you do for charity and stuff. And they were all walking around, and there she is singing in the middle, and she was the absolute star of the show. Yeah. She was amazing, wasn't she? Yeah. Goofy, yeah. yeah. Um, so positive challenge. I'm going to give the positive challenge out this week because we're quickly running out of time. The positive okay. challenge is going to be go round, find a lamb banana, and have a look underneath it. Oh, brilliant! Okay, take and a Vince... photograph and share it to success in the city. Yeah. And Vince has got a skill share, and he's got a mantra he lives by as well. Okay, so skill share. What's a skill share? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't, it's probably to get an agent if you want to be a writer. Oh, definitely. Um, you know what? I, I never got an agent and that, but like, it's like everything. If you, if you're a school, well then go to college. I didn't go to college, but you should do, you should go to uni. You should do something like that because doing it my way, it takes forever. Okay. I got there in the oh, end, but do it the right way. Um, okay. knowledge is everything. Um, and the other share is the man. You know what? It's yeah. by Walt Disney, and it's in a little book that got given to me years ago, and it's on the bedside cabinet, and it just says, uh, all your dreams can come true if you have the courage to pursue them. Yeah. And that's it. You've got to keep going. I love really? that. Well, thank wow. you so, so much for oh, your time you. tonight. Yes, it's been yeah. amazing. I've loved it. I've loved it. We needed two hours with you, honestly. I yes. just know. So I'm going to say bye to everybody. Thank everybody. Yeah, put your glasses back on now. Um, thank everybody for listening. Joanna Bretherton says uh, she loves it. Um, yeah. So thank you to Vince. Thank you to Sandra. And we will see everybody next week. Oh, brilliant. Um, bye.